When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Mm-hmm. I love this song so much. It makes me feel really sad. Right? I think it makes you feel, yeah. Nostalgic. Both, and yeah. Melancholy. Yes. Bittersweet. What does melancholy mean? Sad. Good and bad? No. A mixture? Just no, sad? That's bittersweet. Bitter. Sweet. Because it's bitter and it's also sweet. Thus, melancholy, a bitter feeling sweet, of, a compound. Oh boy, word. you are so right. Donna, what a wizard you are. My word. It's a blessing <laughs> to work with you. The definition for melancholy is a feeling of pensive sadness, typically pensive. with no obvious cause. Oh, okay. That would not fit here. Hmm. Bittersweet. Remember Bittersweet Symphony? That also felt very bittersweet to listen to. Nope. You were high. Dang it. I need to have a, I need to have a calendar in front of me. The years that are X'd out Guys, for Donna. What? I have not been high since like 1989. Oh, 84 maybe. 84. Good year. Yeah. Good year. That's the, in the world guy. I am Grant. Mm-hmm. And the doctor ah. held him up and said, "This is Grant." That's the year I graduated high school. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Again, I'm feeling. Bittersweet. <laughs> so I'll just hit this button. Yeah. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This hey, Grant. is the beat. Hey, we could hear you. Stop it. Donna right. pulls this up, Granty Wanty. Can you pull up a little bittersweet symphony just for us to have toward the oh, end of this segment? For the love you need of to hear Pete. it, Donna. You need to hear it. All You'll right. love it. You will love it. I believe you. Because you're my best friend. Not true. Okay, Lemmy from Motorhead has become a bullet. Say other stuff about okay. this. Um, Lemmy Kilmister died five years ago. Hmm. And according to multiple sources, his ashes were placed into bullet casings and sent to some of his closest friends. That was his wish, and that is what has happened. Um, people are posting on Instagram really, really like nice things. And it's a nice bullet. If you click on the link, I'm on board with this. I kind of like it. It's I really think it's sweet. Cool. It comes in a pretty case. Boy, it says he, Lemmy. It's engraved. It's gold. Looks like he lived. Uh, he has stories. Yeah, he, and I think he's only like 
25 in that picture you're looking at. No, I'm that's just not. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, Donna. Oh, you are a fun jokes. person. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's a nice looking. I mean, I don't it's, haven't seen a lot of bullets. That looks like a nice bullet. It has his name engraved on the side. Yeah, yeah. What, did he take that to Things Remembered? Remember that store? Oh, my God. R.I.P. Things Remembered. The guy who I've tried to get you to like who you just don't, Gary Goleman, does a great bit about Things Remembered. And when the financial recession hit back in 08, Mm -hmm. how one of the first things he had to cut was his engraving budget. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to get this engraved today? It's funny. So one of the guys... um, is from Ugly Kid Joe. I remember them. Right? So his name is uh, Whitfield Crane. And there's a letter included with it. It's really it's really nice. I mean, it says, you know, we all knew Lemmy knew many people, but it had few that he considered friends and even fewer he considered family. I mean, it's just a really nice sentiment. And it's like, please, you know, here, here's a memory that he yeah. wished for you to have. So you can keep him with you forever. I just think it's really, you know, it's rock and roll, man. Yeah, and there's a little hook on the end that you can put. So if you want to connect it to your keys or put it on a necklace. That's so sweet. You can, you know. That is yeah, so that's sweet. pretty cool. Ugly Kid Joe, the only song I remember from them is I Hate Everything About You. Me too. Such oh, a good song. That was a good song. Oh, so good. Anyway, um, okay, now we move on to Post Malone. First, um, did you know that Matthew McConaughey was hosting this benefit for Texas? And Lyle Lovett, by the way, we were just talking about him, was part of it. So it's all these Texas artists, and they were raising money, and people are talking about this Post Malone cover of Brad Paisley's fishing song. It's called I'm Gonna Miss Her. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but... He is amazing. I just can't Mm. believe how good this is. I think we have it queued up. Hit it. Okay. It's a funny song. I love it. I'm not not one who normally enjoys humor in my music. Yeah. But I like this one. Only because Posty's covering it. Yeah, I like Post Malone a lot. This I'm a pass on. And I really like Post Malone. Um, Yeah. Oh, it's just a classic Brad Paisley tune. And he does a, dare I say, a better job of it. Oh, fair enough. The video does a lot for it, I feel like, too. Oh, yeah. I think the video's find where he is singing this. I'm going through the whole Weird Texas giddy up to give back thing on YouTube. Um, But having a little trouble. Oh, here we go. No, no, that's no. What are you trying to find? I'm trying to find the Post Malone. Oh, it's way at the end. Oh, it's way at the end, like two hours and four minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, followed by Matthew McConaughey giving what seems to be a a prequel to his run for office speech. (laughs) This thing is full of of material for him that he could run on. I'm telling you guys that when at least when I was watching it earlier, I felt like that was the case. Oh, interesting. And what's with his hair? I hope that's for a role. Yeah, he's got the long hair again, and it's sort of slicked back in the front, and then it uh, comes down on the sides. <laughs> it's a little undecided, I'd say. Undecided. Bipartisan, it's as it were. close to, you know, the shower curtain look, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not quite, because he still has hair. 
Yeah, I don't like stuff slicked down on the top and then loose on the sides. That makes me feel uneasy. Right. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, what is this guy saying? Let's, can I just randomly pot up Matthew McConaughey real quick? Yeah, sure. All right. Speaking of getting after it, hailing from the same hometown as our okay. friend. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got enough of him. Okay. <laughs> I love Matthew McConaughey. I think he's fun. I bet you we could get him on our show. He's doing everybody right now. Oh, that's true. Bring that's on true. Matt. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay without. Come on. Without oh, it. Donna, you would have such agita if I said to you, hey, Matthew McConaughey's coming on tomorrow. We've got 10 minutes for the interview. Um, I have to shoot something with Twin Cities Live during that thing, so it's just <laughs> you and him. You would call in sick. I would. I'd yeah. be like, no. Although you could probably just ask him one thing and walk out yeah. of the room and come back 10 and, minutes later and, and he'll be wrapping it up. Just hear this. And to people who See didn't I mean? want a handout. <laughs> See, we gathered together in fellowship and put the... Yeah, you could just say, hey, Matthew, uh, first question, uh, what is it about Texas? Right. (laughs) Well, you start down there in Texas. Yep, yep. You find yourself in messes. Then you get yourself a mop. You'll find out, hey, Texas is on top. (laughs) (laughs) For 10 minutes. And I think it'd be great. Sounds like he's really playing ball with the press. He actually seems like a very sweet guy. For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For reals. All right, we gotta go. Have a little wild turkey. <laughs> oh god. Washing down your beef jerky. <laughs> hey, you want a bologna sandwich? Yes. You want a special bologna sandwich from New Orleans? Yes, please. You could have one delivered to your house tomorrow. Or the day after that. Or the day after that. I'll tell you that little bit of random food news that I stumbled across this morning. Also, uh, just to make sure that we don't get too happy at any point. Eating this increases your chances of dementia by 44%. Is this headline real? I'll tell you what the this is. As we play out to Bittersweet Symphony, Donna, you're going to oh, love yeah. it. It's the oh, Donna and Steve this. Show. Yeah. You know this. It's my talk 1071. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. I'm wearing underwear. That is mandated by the company. Happy to hear it. I am, too. What kind of underwear are you wearing now I'm, that we're on the topic? Okay, thank you for asking. I'm actually wearing men's underwear. They're chill it. boys. I love these. I love these. They're the bamboo boxer briefs. Yes, they're for men, but women love them, too. And because I'm wearing baggy pants today, I'm like, oh, I feel so cool and soft. I and know. Somewhat ladylike while wearing men's Whoa. underwear. What a date is. Here's the key. The key is bamboo. And I have to tell you that, fellas, maybe you've done this too. You've tried other underwear. I've tried underwear from other companies that claim to be king when it comes to comfort. Not even close. I'm telling you, these are legitimately the most comfortable pair of underwear that have ever adorned my trunks that are my thighs. They feel good. The waistband doesn't curl over in defeat midway through the day. Mm. It's comfortable from beginning to end. You have to try them on. Once you do, you will be a believer. More info, you can find it at chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, good morning, Donna. Hey, good morning, Steve. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> you know, I feel a little awkward saying good morning to people. I'm, I, I... I don't do well socially in a house saying good morning oh it's uh it's an adult phrase for sure no i don't mind the phrase i just when you see people in the house in the morning like like if you're like at a family gathering or something like that yeah and you wake up all together and you're like good morning yeah why do you feel weird I don't know. Well, there's always like three people who have been up for an hour before you all loaded up on coffee and they're like, good morning. 
crying. Yes. Yeah, too yeah. much right now. Too yes. Much. I did not start saying good morning until I started doing mornings in radio. I would just say hi. <laughs> good morning just feels so formal, you know. Hi. Good morning. So, but wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> okay, wait. So now imagine the same thing. You're at the cabin with friends. You come down. Let's say hypothetically it's in the a.m. So you walk down the steps. <laughs> see the person say, hi. <sighs> that would scare me, I think. I hi. Know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's the equivalent of saying good afternoon, which feels very hoity-toity. Now, good afternoon feels hoity-toity. Good evening, obviously. It means you're at a formal event. But good morning, it doesn't feel formal to me. It just feels like... What are we doing here? That's because you're an adult. We gotta go. We got things to talk about. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Look, uh, if you like bologna sandwiches, that's not good but there's something good for you. That's not good. I do. Uh, okay, well, great. There's a spot in New Orleans that I stumbled upon this article this morning. This restaurant in New Orleans, they have a particular bologna sandwich um, that they just happen to love, and now you can get it anywhere. The place is called Piece of Meat. It's a butcher shop down in Nolens. Nolens. And it comes from the hands and heart of butcher Dan Jackson. And from the mind of Meat Mama, Leanne Smith. The sandwich can now leave their New Orleans butcher shop and arrive for dinner at your house the next day. Why is this a story? I don't know. <laughs> I think because generally there aren't a lot of... That's a fair question. I don't think there are a lot of butcher shops or delis that are sending their sandwiches next day delivery to various parts of the United States. But now they'll send it anywhere. If you want their bologna sandwich for dinner the next day, call up Piece of Meat in New Orleans, and then you can surprise your dinner table and say, look, these aren't just bologna sandwiches, which we would all agree suck hard. These are New Orleans bologna sandwiches. Okay, got it. And this guy would show up at the door. Tony Bolonovich here. <laughs> Did you order this? <laughs> Never gets old. I love it. Okay. All right, well, thank you for the tip. I linked up the uh, the story. At my the non-story. But look, hey, bologna hey. lovers are going to be all over this. I'm you know what I would love to get? It. I would love to get some New Jersey Taylor ham. Nobody knows what it is it's... around here. I think you call it pork roll. But mm. Okay, so similar kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Shout out um, to uh, my friend Bobby, who will probably text me just for saying that. Bobby! How would Bobby and I do oh, in a room together? great. You think so? Absolutely. I know virtually no other media members in the Twin Cities. Oh, no, it's, you would so love Bobby. I feel Bobby. like it might go poorly. Bobby's the best. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Give Bobby my Tell number. Phil, I said hi. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tell him to text um, me. That's his wife. Oh. Um, Phyllis. Anyway, we digress. I'll give him your number. All right, great. Um, eating one piece of bacon a day could increase your risk of dementia by 44%. Not surprised one bit. What? 
And heck, that is the actual headline from the Evening Standard out of the UK. Good evening. <laughs> Eating processed meats such as bacon every day could increase the risk of dementia by 44%. This according to a new study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. They examined nearly half a million people with an average age of around 57 <clears throat> who had signed up to the UK Biobank Project. So the findings showed that eating 25 grams of processed meat, the equivalent of one bacon rasher, is what they say. Like a strip. Is that what a strip is in gonna, the I'm UK? I'm going to assume, because nobody knows what that word is. It will raise <laughs> the risk of dementia by 44%. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percent, right? Um, I keep trying to warn you about this stuff, dude. You're right, Donna. It is a thin slice of bacon or ham, broiled or fried. Deval strikes again. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, Look, I'm not eating smoked meats every night, okay, Donna? All right. You think I work at, like, the roadhouse or something like that? Well, every time we talk to you, you're smoking <laughs> some kind of meat. Smoked meats! And I like that, but I'm more of, like, a weekend smoker. Now, I had grilled chicken last night. Is that bad? Probably. <laughs> I'm more like a weekend smoker. That's where it all starts, Steve. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Then you're... You and know, it's, it's a Thursday a day night. Before you know. You know, you're thinking, well, it's just Thursday. You know, it's almost the weekend. You know, I'm going to show Grant something, too, to okay. show you my, my smoking stuff. He can see because he's looking at me on a video chat right oh, now. How come I can't my, see? My Hold wife from, um, from Texas was at this, this, this roadhouse, this barbecue joint, and got me this sweet El Jefe Pitmaster shirt. You know what El Jefe means? No. <laughs> boss. The boss. Nice. The boss. Pitmaster. And what kind of smoker do I have? A pit boss. It should be called the Pit Jefe. Um. Hang on, you're echoing. Hence, from now on, I will be referred to as the Pit Hefe. Are we clear? The Pit Hefe. Hefe. What is Hefe? Hefe is boss in Spanish. I am the Pit Hefe. That's how you say boss? I think so. Did you even take, do they require foreign language in New Jersey yeah, or no? Yeah, I have four years. Of, of what Spanish. language? Spanish. Spanish. I don't remember ever having to know the word boss. Uh, Hefe! Here, let's see how this sounds here. Hang on one second. I okay. still have Matthew McConaughey's Weird Texas Giddy Up thing playing in the background. Oh, Patron. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Patron. I can't pull it up. Patron. Patrona? Patron. Patron means boss? Yeah. I'm the Pit Patron? Where, where'd you get Hefe? Hefe is a boss or a leader, a oh. person in charge of something. I am the Pit <laughs> Which is the equivalent to the soup Nazi, because you never bring us anything. All right, uh, let's play a game. 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, you can play now. Call in, bet on me, or bet on Donna. And if you bet right, you're going to win a fantastic prize. That's next. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let's play. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. 
Let's play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The score right now, Steve is currently in the lead, 29 to 24 with his win yesterday. We had, uh, what was it, brand slogans number two yesterday. Well, today we've got a fun topic and we have on the phone with us today, Shelly from Ham Lake. How you doing, Shelly? I'm doing good. Hi, Shelly. Oh, Shelly, Belly. Yeah, have Shelley, you filed Shelley, your Shelley. taxes yet? Have I did what? Have you filed your taxes? Yep. already got my taxes back. Oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah. Any fun plans with that money? Um, probably gone. It wasn't that much. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I know. Boy, nothing I didn't have to pay Shelley. in, so that's a bonus. Good. Good. Well, Shelly, you, as you know this game, how this game works, you're going to be playing for a My Talk t-shirt today, and you can play with either Donna or Steve. As I said earlier, Steve is up 24 or 29 to 24. Come with me, Shelly. And here he's going to give his little speech to get you to come up to his side. But our I topic know, today know. is famous music venues. Famous music Ooh. venues. Mm. Shelly, I need you. You need to gather. Oh, my gosh. Um, come on. Gosh. Please. I love you. It's okay, Shelly. I will not know any of these answers, I don't think. Donna, you're always listening to music. Yeah, you're the music queen. No, but she has a lot of blind spots. Yeah. Well, I've been to a lot of music venues, but I can't remember them all. Oh, Um, good time, huh? Pretty much. Um, Jeez. Um, I'm going to go with Donna. Yeah! You know what, Shelly? Whatever, okay? Bye, Steve. Just see you later. I hope that you... Don't do well. Donna, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> okay, bye, Steve. All right, Steve's Steve. shutting her bye. down. Okay, bye. Okay, we're ready. Um, Shelly, you know you can't say anything until after I answer. Ultimately. Correct. Okay. Yep. All right, I'll give it my best shot. All right, Donna, here we go. This famous amphitheater sits in the hills of Los Angeles, California. It's known for having a band shell archway that gives it its unique look. What is it? Mm-hmm. The Hollywood Bowl. This stage and concert venue in Colorado is situated between two ginormous sandstone boulders. Red Rock. Red Rock's Amphitheater. Over the over the years, this famous club is known as the hometown venue for many bands like the Replacements and the Jayhawks. First Avenue. Final answers. Final answers. Yeah. Do. Do, do, do. Okay. All right. right. Uh, Shelly. Shelly? Yep. You, uh, I totally agree. 100%. Okay. Sounds right. good. Got hey, some... Steve. Oh, there All he right, is. All right, let's just... <gasps> Hi, the baby! Okay. Hi, <laughs> oh, man, right. he's killing it. He's got a dog one day. He's got a baby another day. He's <laughs> really trying to suck up to the audience. All right, Dev, can you wave Hi, to everybody? Baby. You wave? Good boy. Hi, Dev. Oh, it's exciting. Hi. Okay. So you're my lifeline. This is about famous music venues, which okay. for you is the living room. <laughs> Am I right? All right. <laughs> All right, Steve. Here we go, buddy. Okay. This famous amphitheater sits in the hills of Los Angeles, California. It is known for having a band shell archway that gives its unique look. That is the Hollywood Bowl. This stage is the concert venue in Colorado that is situated between two ginormous sandstone boulders, making for top-notch acoustics and to create jaw-dropping, beautiful backdrops. Red Rocks. Over the years, this famous club was known as the hometown venue for many bands like The Replacements and The Jayhawks. Oh, man. Say that again. This club is the hometown venue for many bands. Okay, I'm going to say The Roxy. 
That's like the only club I think I know. I don't know. The Roxy. Okay, that's your answer. The first uh, answer sounds like for it you shouldn't guys, be, but it was. Well, it might be. It might not be. The first answer was, in fact, the Hollywood Bowl. You both got that correct. Yay! Nice job. Yay! 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 The second one was Red Rocks. Both got that one correct clap, as well. Clap, yeah. oh, and it all comes down to the final one. And Steve, Steve blew it. You blew it. I'm sorry. I blew it. Oh yeah, yep. you blew it. Pete, you're gonna make people so mad. It's oh, First <laughs> Avenue, buddy. The Jayhawks. Oh yeah, guys. <laughs> I've never seen a single show at First Ave oh, ever in my, my life. Oh, my Lord. You should be fired from Minnesota. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I'm not in the phase. Uh, I'm not in the First Avenue phase right now. You know, I don't know. I haven't gone to, I've only been to seven or eight concerts my whole life. That's true. And that, those were like in the past Damn three years. It. Yeah, most with Donna. Oh, well, that is a bummer. <laughs> oh, Shelly, this is great news for us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having faith in me. Good job, Shelly. Of Shelley. course. Yes. Um, do you want to play the tiebreaker for fun? I think that would be fun. Okay. Why not? All right, Shelly, if you know the answer, say your name and then give us the answer. Remember, once you say your name and give an answer, you can't give another answer until everybody has had a shot, okay? Okay. All okay. right, here we go. Ryman Auditorium is the live performance venue. Donna. Lo- Steve. Nashville, oh. Tennessee. Mmm, no. <laughs> Steve. The CMAs. No. It was, so if I'm going back, it was the live performance venue located in Nashville, Tennessee, and from 1943 to 1974, it is best known as Donna. a home for, Donna? Did Shelly know it? The Grand Ole Opry. Yes, yeah. the Grand Ole okay. Opry yeah. is correct. Another example as to why you should wait till the I. whole yep. question yeah. is read. Yeah. Want to get in too fast? Hi, baby. Well, Shelly, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Shelly, congrats. Yay. Have a great rest of your day. Well, you too. Thanks a lot. Yay. Stand home for me, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay, hang on. Um, those of you who are watching us on YouTube, by the way, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. Yeah, like, smash that like things. button. Yes. Ring that bell. You- What's up? Welcome back. All the obnoxious YouTube things that people ask <laughs> you to do, would you do that for us? Please. Thanks. All right. Your baby is very cute. Looks like the rest of your kids. He's starting yeah. to look like, you know, the whole gang. Like a Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. I had him with uh, my wife. Yeah, we, I hope so. We got, not to be too over-sherry, but we got frisky. <laughs> and we ended up developing him. Mm. Mm. Inside mm. her womb. Okay, <laughs> okay. so right. I'm going to just hit this button here yeah, so all right, he I'm can't go say drop anything else off somewhere. to hurt us. Okay. All right, bye. Bye, bye, Dad. Time for a tip. Bye. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Dampy, damp, damp, damp. Bear, damp, Um, If you want to remember something, I read this yesterday. Um, I don't have the information in front of me, but I will just say it. Um, If you really want to remember something, pen and paper. That's how you remember. That's totally true. It's a scientific reason that I don't remember. Just just yesterday, I was writing down a to-do list, and I... I was going to email it to myself, and I said, "There's no way." I am. I, I gloss right over emails. It's. I have to write this down. Yes. That's, there's no question. I have to do it. And yes. There's a book called "Getting Things Done," Donna, and it's all about writing things down. And what happens? What you're referring to is your brain will hold on to something mm-hmm. until you write it on paper. And when you do, 
you release it because you know that there's a safety net, that yes. you've written it down and you won't forget it. So if you're struggling, falling asleep, thinking of the to-do, have a pen and paper right next to your bed, write them down, and almost instantly your brain releases them. It's really powerful. I practice this every day. Like I, If I have to drop something off somewhere after work, I send myself an email and in the subject line, it'll be the first thing I see in the morning, and then I transfer it and I write it on my hand Sometimes I leave notes on my steering wheel. Sometimes I leave notes on the door to the garage because I have to go through there like to get that. to the car. I like the steering wheel one, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. The hand thing. I haven't written notes on my hand oh. in a while, but I used to oh. do it. It looked like I had a sleeve tattoo. Yeah, You're on too. TV, though. Like me, I'm not on, you know, I, my people are like, oh, it's, I've got stuff on there from a few days ago. Even though I'm showering, it's still kind of, yeah. you know. Me yeah. too, Grant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totes. So anyway, there's my, one of like, my What's tips. the last thing you guys wrote on your hand? <laughs> I wrote the word Mike G. Mike okay. G. I have two times codes for when your sponsors for your podcast, which you can catch on our website, were put in so I put them on our graph. You Highly advanced you, situation we have here. Steve, do you remember what was the story that I said? Oh, I wrote down Pixforo. I wrote it on my hand Pixforo and then when I woke up in the morning I went well actually it was Pickforo so it was Pickforo and I'm like who the hell is Pickforo and it said Tom Pickforo and I'm like who's Tom Pickforo was I talking to someone on Facebook and was it someone I went to school with and I wrote that on my hand to remember to give O my friend Olivia a, a picture, picture of Tom. <laughs> Tom pick four oh. oh. But I read it Tom pick four O. Oh. There's a fun game. <laughs> decoding everyone else's to do list or reminders yes. notes. Oh, so fun. It's so fun, you guys. Also, a winery is going to pay someone six figures to move to California, drink wine, and learn the industry. Oh, so if you're interested, you can submit a video by the end of June telling them why you want this job. It's um, the Murphy Good Winery in Sonoma County. And they're hiring um, someone just off the Internet. Listen to this, Steve. Steve, (laughs) you get to move to wine country. They give you a place to live. They give you $10,000 a month. Like it. That's $120,000 a year for those of you who don't do mass. And then uh, 30 free cases of wine just to teach you the industry. That's great. Who is behind it? Is there a specific label? Because this is very PR-y. It's the Murphy Good Winery. I don't know. Murphy Good Winery. And good with an E at the end. But we don't know if any of their labels, if they have labels... You like know. Yahoo, what? Charles, yeah. the, I was going to say Charles Schwab. James Hill. <laughs> Charles whatever. Schwab isn't doing wine, is he? He's doing financial planning. Yes. But anyway, if you're looking for a change in your career, you want to pursue your passion, they will work with you and your passions to help you choose your path in the wine business. That's pretty I, fun. Honestly, if I did not own a home or have a job, for sure, <laughs> I would be. Like yeah, Donna. What? Well, th- I don't have anything keeping me tying me down except for my passion for radio here in the Twin Cities. And I feel like I'm just hitting my stride. 
We'd love to yep. stay on the air in case anyone in our third floor is listening. <laughs> we like us and we want to keep doing it. And when we return, because we will be going bye bye, um, let's talk about Ellen and her ratings. You think oh. they're up or you think they're down? Oh. Mm, I will tell you. And something that happened to her in her personal life when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, I am Grant, you're my buddies. We like to do. I really like Ellen. A lot of people really like Ellen. I like her, I like her delivery. It's very funny. Um, Even though it's somewhat predictable at times, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not, you know, and it's Uh super fun. Unfortunately... It's possible that viewers have soured on mm. her show because her ratings are down a lot since she addressed those allegations of a toxic workplace on her show last year. So they're down 43%. A million viewers. Is it a million? Yeah. It's a million. Yeah, 1.1 1. 1 million, actually. Mm-hmm. They're down over the past six months. So... It'll be interesting to see what happens. In daytime TV, that drops her from the level of like Live with with Kelly and Ryan, who have 2.7 million, Mm -hmm. and Dr. Phil, 2.5 million, to now the level of shows hosted by Maury Povich and Kelly Clarkson, which is like 1.4 and 1.3, respectively. Okay. (laughs) I was testing it out. It sounded good. Okay, thanks. I should have just, you know sold it um but it's possible she could bounce back um she signed through next season which launches this fall but if the slide continues you know her show could be in jeopardy you know i i don't think that they would i don't think they would cut her before the contract is up i don't either you're right you're right but if nothing else maybe they would say hey let's this will be the last year and then she could make that a thing um, that's a significant decline, though, you know? Quite, that yes. That is quite a decline. Remember when you were talking about how eating one piece of bacon a day increases your risk for Alzheimer's by 44%? Yes, Queen. It's pretty much the same thing. We're looking at 43% here that our ratings are down. Wow. What a correlation you just did. You connected. That's yes. Our teachers say the kids, hey, that's a connection. Yes. You just made a connection. Anyway, Portia, her wife, Mm -hmm. was rushed to the hospital. Did you hear this story? I did, but I I didn't. That's all I heard was she ended up on all fours at at their house. Yeah, very sick. Um, As as Ellen was falling asleep here, she is telling the story. I'm laying in bed, and I'm like conking out. Then I hear something, and I look over, and Portia's not in bed next to me, and I call out, are you okay? And I hear, uh. So then I get out of bed, and I find Portia on the floor, on all fours. And I'm like, baby, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And I said, well, you're okay if you're playing Twister by yourself, but you're, <laughs> you're not okay. You're on the floor. Anyway, so uh, she, I rush her to the ER, and we're driving, and she's in so much pain, and I'm worried about her. And I don't know what's wrong with her because, as you know, I grew up Christian Science, so my best guess was 
a demon? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, they gave her a CT scan. I didn't know what that was. It, it, they said CAT scan, and I thought, let's leave the cat out of this. And, um, so, so anyway, they do the CT scan. They still weren't sure. So they, then they said, we have to admit her to the hospital, and they won't let me stay because of COVID. Mm. And so that's upsetting to me. You know, they sent me home, and I'm crying because someone was chopping onions at the nurse's station. <laughs> and um, the next morning, they call, and they said, it's the appendix. We have to take the appendix out. I'm Christian Science, so I said to the doctor, because of the demon, they, <laughs> the appendix had the demon. And um, I am happy to so report weird. Portia is feeling much better now. Um, okay. Yep. She's, uh, she's home. Uh, not Oliver. She left her appendix at the hospital. <laughs> no, uh, the appendix, I'm going to auction off the appendix for charity. Um, I'm kidding. I'm going to, it's, it's going to go on eBay. And, uh, <laughs> She's just, she she's just so funny. cute. She's yeah. very funny. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, but clearly scary. the whole um, kerfuffle regarding what was happening behind the scenes and the mm-hmm. toxic work environment, that's the best guess that you could have at this point as to why so many viewers dropped off so yeah. suddenly. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Now back to appendicitis. Okay. Um, oh, that's got to be scary. Not be having scary. so much pain and oh. you don't know what's wrong with you and you're thinking you're dying. Ugh. Jeez. You ever what's the most painful thing you remember? Um like, do you remember having, getting hit by the car? N- yeah, no, sort of. Um I remember having my leg pulled at the hospital because it was a compound fracture, so they had to oh, pull the but, but nobody gave me anything for it because I was in oh, shock already, but <laughs> screaming on the top uh, of my lungs. Uh, horrifying pain. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I Grant, felt real good. Do you remember a nice bit of pain in your life? Oh, daily. I have real bad back issues, so yeah. I literally live with pain every single day. Oh, Grant. oh yeah, that is a real. Bugger. But other than that, Sorry. you know, we're good. So, how about you, Steve? Well, guys, uh, thank you for asking. Um, probably a high ankle sprain. Oh, I've had that done too. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't quite sound painful, quite as no. cool as what you guys are yeah, saying. Yeah, that's okay. You'll have your chance when we take confessions today at 1130. About that. About that. Well, sort of. About that. Oh, not good? So the confession <laughs> question today would be a really good confession question. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have three <laughs> responses. <laughs> But wait, Donna, one is just a gif of Homer when he backs into the hedges, and it says, geez, too many to count. So that's not one. Yeah, I guess we had to be very specific. Like, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in front of your boss? (laughs) Or while you were at a job interview, you know, in front of your kids. Yeah. Um, There is one person, Rebecca, who is coming out swinging. Okay, good. We got a couple. We got a couple. But anyway, go to our Facebook page. It can be big. It could be small. And let me be super clear about this next part. It doesn't have to be true. Yeah, just make something up. We don't so care. Steve doesn't look, you know, Donna, embarrassed. why is this happening? Because you're really bad at this. <laughs> what trend do you secretly wish would come back into fashion? Yes. Is that the question we should have gone with? Yes. That seemed like we were going to get a total of like four. I clearly misread this. Mm. It's okay. I can't be trusted right now. Donna, I thought 
I hate to beat a dead horse here. Whoa, PETA! <laughs> but I thought I was putting a tablespoon or two of creamer in my coffee for the last few years. I know. I was doing four liquid ounces in every cup. <laughs> in every cup? Yes! So that when you poured that on Twin Cities Live the other day, and I, I texted you, I'm like, I cannot believe how much. So yeah. that was per cup. This per cup. <laughs> so that's why it's 120 grams of sugar every morning. And then another 30 or 40 grams. Steve, just get the every sugar afternoon. free one. No, but now now I'm just, I'm good with half and half and the sugar free stuff, you know, you're always concerned about the chemicals. All that is is vegetable oil and, and cancer causing agents. Oh damn. So I may as well stay away from that, not to mention inflammatories. I'm trying to get smaller. Oh. Look, my goal is to if I can lose these last 80 pounds. 80? I want to get to 110. <laughs> So silly. You're when we just come back. a silly willy willy man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>